BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Serial killers are a Hollywood staple, from Dexter to American Psycho, because American audiences like them. Pure evil begets the perfect villain, especially if he's portrayed as charismatic and charming, playing a diabolic cat-and-mouse game with authorities. There is some truth in that portrayal, but the whole story about these vicious creeps is at once more mundane and far more disturbing. All this and more on the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast as we break down six myths about serial killers. Welcome to an all-new season of the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. This season, we dive into the most horrific unsolved murders in history. From the Black Dahlia murder to the unsolved murder of the Lady of the Dunes. Join us every Tuesday on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. As always, we thank you for listening. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. I am your host, Larry Lees. Today we're diving into the six myths about serial killers. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. Pondex is the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or gamify their podcast. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com and use code Larry21 for 10% off your order. That promo code is L-A-R-R-Y21 for 10% off your order at poddex.com. And now let's get back into the show. First off, we're going to start with... They are exceedingly rare. Estimate in the U.S. range from 50 to 3,000 active serial killers today. Even at the high end, that's 0.0009% of the population. Most estimates say about 150 operated within any given year. And now, let's dive in even into more of what we really know isn't true. Number one, they are white and male. Serial killers come in all colors in both genders, but the myth of the white male serial killer persists. People who kill more than three victims. The technical definition of a serial killer are usually male, but there are proportionally just as many black and Hispanic serial killers in the U.S. as white males. Race has nothing to do with it. 
Female serial killers are rare, but not as exotic as you'd think. They often use poison or drugs to kill their victims, and make up 17% of known serial killers. Blanche Taylor Moore, convicted of killing one man, but suspected of killing four, all husbands or boyfriends with arsenic, is currently the oldest person on death row in Virginia at 86. And now number two, myth, they kill within their own race. Killers choose victims of their race out of convenience, as opportunists, serial killers aren't picky about race, but most of them operate fairly close to home. Samuel Little, who admitted to 93 victims, was a black male who killed women of all races. The FBI confirmed that he was connected to 60 of his admitted killings so far. The myth about race is so persistent is that it led to more than one investigation astray. When the FBI tried to help catch a Baton Rouge serial killer, they gave the profile of a white man based on the victims. Combined with a faulty eyewitness account, local authorities searched for a white killer for months before changing course. They caught Derek Lee after taking a closer look at the DNA profile, which revealed 85% African American and the rest Native American blood. His victims were usually white and professional women. Richard Ramirez, who was Hispanic, didn't only murder Hispanic individuals. He murdered 14 people, but also tortured many more people and molested at least one child during his rampage in in L.A. during the 80s. Number three, they have a favorite type of victim. Serial killers often choose victims based on convenience, like we discussed briefly before. While they may have a preference, as Ted Bundy did for females with long, straight hair, they will kill whatever individual crosses their path at the right time. Some killers focus on sex workers or operate in impoverished neighborhoods because they know law enforcement typically doesn't put much effort into crimes against marginalized victims. 75% of all murder victims are male, but 50% of serial killer victims are male. They kill indiscriminate of race and gender usually, although younger people are much more likely to become victims. Number four, they are highly intelligent and charismatic. Not quite. Some of the, quote, organized type of serial killers are intelligent, but like the general population, they mostly fall in the average range IQ-wise. Most serial killers are average Joes or average Janes, and charisma doesn't grace serial killers any more than the rest of us. Most of them are ordinary, banal citizens who live their lives mostly in quiet desperation. John Wayne Gacy, the killer clown, was a big personality, but wholly uncharismatic. Dennis Rader, the BTK killer, was a tightly wound egomaniac who got caught because he literally sent clues to the police. They are most successful because they blend in and commit the kind of murders that are hardest to solve, not because they outweigh authorities. Number five... Not all creeps are serial killers, but all serial killers are creeps. They usually break the law in small and big ways. Most have at least one other conviction for some other crime, whether it is drug-related, DUI, burglary, rape. As sociopaths, they care little for society's standards and scoff at laws. They only stay out of trouble because, like the rest of us, they don't want to go to jail. But unlike the rest of us, legal consequences are their only motivation to stay out of trouble. Even knowing the consequences, they have trouble behaving and often have a criminal past of misdemeanors and felonies by the time they are arrested for murder. Joseph D'Angelo, the Golden State Killer, was fired from his job as a policeman for shoplifting. In myth number six, they are tortured souls. Henry, portrait of a serial killer, played into this myth. The horrifying truth is that people who kill repeatedly enjoy it. 
The vast majority of killers, including most men and women who are serving homicide sentences in the U.S., murder just once. Most murders are crime of passion. Most people regret it and never do it again. But serial killers are driven by the desire for enjoyment or profit. This is especially true with a few men who have killed dozens or more, such as Gary Ridgway, the Green River Killer, who is serving a life sentence in the Washington State Penitentiary and is suspected of killing 49 people. The sick ripper of Connecticut found that once he got started playing out his fantasies, he couldn't stop. He enjoyed what he was doing, even though he knew it was wrong, and he might get caught and sent to jail, or worst. Most serial killers are not mentally ill. They are clear-headed and know that they, what they are doing. The fact that their numbers are dropping speaks to this reality. Most of them know that they are more likely to get caught as a result of modern advances in policing and prosecution. The facts are horrifying enough. Serial killers are both less exotic and far more horrifying than the popular stereotype. Some in prison and torture the victims. The Black Dahlia is a glamorous sounding name for an ordinary girl named Elizabeth Short. She was found dumped on a vacant L.A. lot on a cold January day in 1947. Her body was sliced in half below the waist. The vicious and grisly things her, her killer did to her for an extended period of time before she died are too gruesome to repeat. They are usually left out of articles about Elizabeth Short because the reality is too sickening to print. Serial killers often suffer from childhood trauma, from chronic abuse and violence, to growing up in chaotic homes. They suffer head injuries at a very high rate. They usually exhibit early aberrant behavior. Although the famous McDonald triad of bedwetting, setting fires, and torturing animals is rare in a single individual. The most common correlate is extreme cruelty to an animals, but head injuries are another common thread. The correlation with head injuries may be symptomatic, however, of growing up in a generally violent, neglectful household. Sadly, while there are slightly fewer maniacs out there cruising for victims, there are more mass killers wielding high-powered weapons in public spaces. And that's all we have for this episode of the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Let us know your thoughts on these myths. Send us a tweet at TrueCrimeNS, or leave us a comment in the comment section below, and let us know your thoughts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Follow us on Twitter at True Crime NS. Like us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps. Send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash true crime never sleeps slash message. Tune in next week for an all new episode. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then... 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.